You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You push play and they'll push the limits. Boy, time here, and we are back with another episode of the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast. Ooh, did I get you, Gary? Uh, nope, I pulled nah, away this you time. You're not gonna get me. Uh, you, you didn't get me. You didn't get uh, him or I. I was quick enough. I got my volume turned all the way down, so it don't matter how loud you get, it won't be loud enough to affect anything <laughs> over here in my life. Just let you know. I am Y'all boys get too smart. Y'all boys get too smart. Oh yeah, I want to kick this one off though. Can I can I kick this one off? Go ahead. So I was I was I was looking at this meme, man, and uh it has bothered me for some days now. And I, I really want to hear what you got to say, Tom, and I really want to hear what you got to say, Gary, because you don't have kids. That was this meme where uh this this lady, she had three kids by three different dudes, and one of the dudes uh gave her money to get her his son a Nintendo 64 or a video game or whatever, and she spent the money on all the kids. Do you agree with her spending all the money on the other kids, even though he gave her the money to get his kids something? I'll let you go first time. And uh, this one is bothering say- this one is bothering me, Tom, because it's yeah. it's it's really hard because if you look at it from one perspective. You like okay? That's you. You. It, this one hard. I I really want to hear what you got to say. Have you seen this meme, uh, Tom? No, I, yeah, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough because you know from the side of like I'm the dad trying to get something for my kids. I can see him being you know a little bit pissed off because you know that was for my kid. But then on the other flip side, of that is like, hey, those are still his brothers and sisters, um, and you know, you want them to not have more or you know or less or i don't know it's, that's a tough one that's a tough i don't one. think it's tough at all what I, I i would say i'm fine with her spending the money on all three of the kids um but i do understand the cause for pause as far as like hey that was for my kid not but you know the thing is too if that's the case then you just need to buy your child something and you be the one that gives them that gift so that they get what you want them to get and then they know where it came from and go from there. So so that was exactly what I was going to say. Like I have I have no problem with him being pissed. I think he has a complete right to be pissed, but to avoid the whole thing, he should have just bought it himself and gave it to him or gave it to her to give to him and say it's from him versus just give her money. I don't think you should just give money and say, "Hey, buy this and expect somebody to do it," especially knowing they have other kids. I think there's a big difference if you just assuming, especially if they have other kids, you know they're going to spend that money. Just like if you have child support, somebody pays child support, you think they spend all the money on child support on that child, and there's no chance. There's multiple. There's been multiple cases of people that have been getting hundreds of thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars on child support, and they're buying new clothes for themselves and stuff like that, and they're saying it's for the child, but it's really not. It's been pro- it's been proven multiple times through multiple situations. I just think that it would be, I think to avoid all that, just you'd buy it yourself and give it to them, and then okay. you don't have to worry about it. So so, but that didn't happen though, Gary. So I know. You, so you said you don't. So you saying you don't agree with her spending the money 
on the other kids when they were no, supposed- because it's, it's just like when it's the same thing if you want to tie in with child support. I think if you get money for child support, it should go to everything related to that child, whether it be bills for the house, food for that the kid eats, stuff for school. It should not go for you to spend it on anything for you, because that's not what that money's for. It's for that kid. And and I think so. I think if you gave her money to go to the kid, it should have went to that kid, because that's who the money's for. Okay, so I see we I see where we going with this. Uh, it, so because it was deemed uh, or it was supposed to be for the kid and you didn't spend it, but you spend it on all your kids, though. Like, I, I, I can't. I, it's tough because I, I fought with this and I fought with it, Gary, because from the father's perspective, like, look, I didn't tell you to go out and get all these other kids. Uh, you know, that's not what I signed up for. But in the event that I give you money, I'm signing up for you giving it to whoever you delegating to however you want to delegate it. So again, I do, I do believe that one of the fixes is, is like, if you want to give your kid something, you got to give your kid that, but you also run a risk of when the parent give it to him, when the mother give it to him saying that this is for everybody. Hey, this is all y'all toys. So you run that same risk. So it's, it's very interesting to me, uh, this this position because you know you see memes like this all the time that pop up and and they come up around the christmas time and around the holidays and things of that nature and and normally these right here i just you know they're easy fixes but this is not one of those that's an easy fix because you have other kids that are involved and and i like how you answered it uh and how you answered it but with that being said um you you say you you get them the gift, you don't give them the money. But in the event that you do give them the money, then you assume that responsibility of of them giving it to the kids. I, I'm I'm just trying to see where the well, I think I think it should go to the kid though. Like I I think that should be the logic thing. It should go to that kid. It's just like like I tie it with child support because that should go to that child. I know it doesn't most a lot of the time, especially if they have kids from other other people. They gu- right. guarantee that money gets spent on the other kids as well, but that's oh, not so what you're it's saying. For. You're saying child support is supposed to go to that kid, not yes, the other kid. That's what kid. it's for. That's what oh, you're paying. Oh, I misunderstood for. you. I see what you're saying now. Yeah, that's so what you- you're paying for. You're paying for that your child if you're having to pay child support. You're not paying for everybody else's. You're paying for that child. So that's what that money should go to. That's what I am a super proponent of. If you have to pay child support, it should go into account that only will be paid for like bills for the house that he lives in, food, school supplies, and the rest sits in there for him until he turns 18 or whatever college. It shouldn't just be spent on whatever the other parent wants to spend it on. Is there something you want to talk about, Gary? No. You, okay? I, I just, you, you heated about no, this, I just, bro. I just, you I've see never people get seen take advantage like of it. No, you've seen people get taken advantage of so much uh, in today's times because – People paying so much in child support, and this is male and female, both both sides are having paid child support. Yeah, but and now hold up, though. Hold up, yeah. let's look. Let's look at it on the flip side, though. Let's look at all yeah. those deadbeat dads and those deadbeat moms that put us in this position in the first place, like they didn't want to take care of their kids, where child support is even a thing. What, no, what if it's not that? What if they just got a divorce and you have to pay child support? No, you're it's not understanding what I'm saying. I, I'm saying in order. The first person to come up with the idea of child support, it had to come from somewhere. It had to come from a deadbeat dad or a deadbeat mom that just didn't want to do their job and left the other parent out to dry. 
and that parent had some type of power was like, you know what? I'm going to make sure that another parent don't feel what I felt. I'm going to enact this thing called child support. I'm talking about before we got to the actual drawing of the papers of child support, the people that led us to getting there in the first place. That's where it come from. It come from a sad place, Gary. And it actually was created in 1975 and was a government established. So the government really? came up with it. Wow, Gary. Look at that. Give it to us one more time, Gary. Read it to us one more time. So the it says the official thing was it was officially launched in 1975 and it was a government established section 4d of the social security act oh wow so the government came up with the aspect of child support but again so it probably originated from kids not getting taken care of and stuff like that i have no problem with child support system of kids getting taken care of by either the mother or father, whoever has to pay it, it's whatever. But I think that money should go towards that kid and his well-being and living. Not if that person has multiple kids with other people or another kid with somebody else or another marriage, it should not go to help those other kids because that's not what that money's for. That money is for that child. That Gary, child it, should benefit from it. Gary, in principle, I understand what you're saying. Correct. But morally, you make no fucking sense at 100- all. No, because I would rather have that kid have that money sitting in the account so when he is 18 and needs money for college, if that parent can't afford it, well, all that child support that Bro, wasn't how do you spent look is your other? How do you look your other kids in the face, man? How do you do that, Gary? You how as do- a parent supposed to support your other kids if you have other kids. You shouldn't have to wait on the other person to support your other kids that aren't by that person. It's a, that's a simple concept, though. Like it, It's simple, but it doesn't. It, people don't abide by it or live by it. They just think, oh, this person's taking care of this kid. He can take care of everybody. But that's not how it should be. If you have a kid from multiple people or multiple marriage, say you have two marriages, and you have one kid from their first marriage and another kid from your second marriage, and that first marriage that your significant other's paying child support, he or she should not be paying to, to support your other child in the other marriage. That is not what it's for. It's supposed to be for that child. And then if you're if you're spending it on yourself – or you're spending on the other child, that doesn't make sense. Like if you're buying that other child, why aren't you using your money to buy that child? Stop taking it from that child because now you're affecting this child. Because what if that all that extra money over the 16 or 10 years could help that kid get to college, but now you spent it all, now you can't afford to get them in college. Now what? That's the problem I have because so much of this money gets wasted, could be wasted. It's not everybody. Obviously, there's some that have it gets wasted. People spend on themselves on trips, vacations, all that kind of stuff. But like you got to plan for that child's future. And that's what that child support supposed to do. Take care of them at that time. And anything left over, you could be used to help the child in the future, whether they need money when they're 18, when they go on their own or when they need money to go to college. Gary, first of all, I, I, I. I don't I, I don't even know what to say because I, I I have never heard you first speak with so much confidence and not only speak <laughs> with so much confidence like the direction that you've gone just on this podcast today I've never heard you go this route before ever I, I've I've it's this is so one-sided, Gary, that I'm bothered right now. Because How's it one-sided? 
this is why. Because there's single parents out there. Obviously, let's just say that they made the wrong decision with the with the guy that they picked. I understand that that's not the kid's fault. But as a parent, as a female in this case, or a dad in this case, you don't see a difference in your kids because they all still belong to you. I understand that this is their dad, but in your eyes, all three of these kids are all three of your kids. So in the event that you get help for one of them, that one help is going to help me help me with the other three. No, I understand that. and But you as a parent should be able to supply it. You shouldn't have to rely on that other significant other to pay you the child support that's going to support the other kids too. Because now you as a parent are doing your job to support your other kids. You're relying on somebody else to support your other kid that you have. That's yeah. the thing that happens all the time, which I don't understand. That's why I just think like if you have to pay child support, it's just to stop it from being wasted. And it's not about yeah. – I don't care if you spend it on other kids. It's more so, like if you spend it on yourself, I guess. That's my okay. issue. Let, let's make sure we – I, I want to make sure that we, we – we, well, we're talking about this, Gary – that we we our sample size is the same. I'm not talking about uh, professional athletes that no, are in relationships that are that are you know standing to lose thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a month. I'm talking about you know somebody that's out there that that live a very conservative lifestyle, but maybe a little wild on the the inside, maybe and and however you want to look at it, right? right. I, I'm just trying to make sense of it, of you telling uh, this, a young lady that sees all three of her kids because you, and we have said it and we've talked about it a few times on the podcast that, you know, these are all her kids or these are all his kids. You know, one or two of them or all three of them may be different, but in the event that, and, and and I want to make sure you understand this, too. When I say child support, I'm saying that this kid that has this X amount of dollars that's coming in is helping, but it's not supporting everybody in the house. Because I'm all my dollars are going to all three of these kids. All my dollars are going to all of these kids. And even if that dollar is coming in, I'm still footing the bill on those other two. So I, you you might have to cut them a little slack, Gary, because no, no, no. it's sad. Like, like I said, I agree with you on that aspect. I have okay, I have no problem with you because if you're taking that child support, like, and you're talking about in the cases you're talking about, that money is being spent on food. It's being spent on the housing bills. Oh, you talking about like somebody? I'm talking about the extent. Abusing the, the, it. Okay. Yes, I'm just okay. talking about straight okay. abusing the system because okay. there's plenty of people that are out there. They're using that money to go to go shopping to yeah. go. To go on a vacation, go on a trip. That's what they're and it's not being used for the kid, and that's the problem I have. Is there's no regulations for it. there's no, nothing monitoring it. It's you get this amount of money and you can do whatever you want with it. It doesn't matter what it's for. That's what I have a problem with because it's not going. If you had it set where hey, it has to be spent on 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 your kid, even if you only had one. If it's spent on other kids, that's fine. But it should not be used for whatever you want. You shouldn't be able to use it to go on a vacation for yourself, go to the spa, go to the get a gym membership, go work out. That's not what it's for. It's for the right. child's well-being, paying bills, food, doing whatever you need for the kids. I think that's where it gets abused. That's what I'm talking about I have a problem with. Okay. 
It's not so, that, oh, you need to use it for the other kids for food. That's fine. That makes sense. But I'm when you're abusing the system, and the whole system's messed up anyways with the way they determine how much money you got to give. Oh, I need this type of money because you had this lifestyle for me. I need to keep going living this. What? That makes no sense. <laughs> I, I, it just, it just in my mind, I just, it doesn't make sense how, oh, I live this, so I have to live this from now on. Like, that doesn't make sense. Things change in your life. you got to make adjustments. You don't just get to live this forever. That's right. not how it works. That's not life. Right. So, um, I, we, I, we, we down this path now, Gary. You and already fine. took I'm us good. down this path. Uh, so, so where do you? I, I'm gonna stay right there, Gary. I ain't even gonna go no farther because you, <laughs> you are scaring me. You were really scared me. I was going to ask you well, about. So I have, I've had people that's been taking advantage of it, of the system. Like they've had it taken advantage of them. So like I've seen it firsthand how it affects people for negative and how it affects their child. So I am a little more, I have a little more fire behind it because I've seen it firsthand happen. And right. that bothers me because it should it's such a it should not be that way and there's no regulations for it there's no way to monitor nobody monitors it is this this is what you get and i think that's not that's not the way it should be right i get that's you all. i i i i get you i i, I don't even want I, i'm trying to switch subjects i'm trying to think of something else to get us out of this <laughs> cuz i didn't i didn't think you was going to respond the way that you responded uh just then, uh, it, it kind of threw me off a little bit. Uh, is there anything going on with you, Brian? You want to <laughs> oh, you want to get off your chest? No, I, I will always defend. So things I've seen firsthand, I'm gonna have a little more. I want to talk. I'll have more in, that I have more insight into in general because I've seen it. I'm gonna have a little more vigor, vi fire behind it because right. I've seen how it affects people. And yes, it's not on a every person basis and that's right. the thing to make clear it's not this happens this doesn't happen to everybody but i've seen it happen to people so i know it happens and right. you see it in the news you see it in the media that it happens and i hate the media but you see this happen all the time and it's just an unfortunate situation and nothing gets done to change it and that's the problem i have we just it just stays status quo and nothing happens and i just disagree with it it's just so wrong in so many ways okay i I, that'll lead me to this next question. So uh, let's just say um, uh, we had a football player that uh, got a lot of negative press uh, in the news about some things that he done. Uh, he get fired from his job. He can't go back. I mean, where he get fired from his job, they talk about him for, you know, three or four months about how bad it was. And then later come to find out that he innocent is there any way that said player can fix their reputation in the media's eyes no the, so he the, wouldn't get another job in the public in the public's eye there's no no because they don't care they don't they get doesn't get reported as hard when it comes out that you were innocent or something didn't happen that was reported happened. It doesn't get reported as hard. You might hear a blurb about it and that's it. You don't hear about it again. First, when you hear the negative aspect, 
it's on for days. It's on for weeks about, oh, how bad this person is, all this stuff. How do you and fix it? You can't because the media controls it. It's they, we're, Media is disaster porn. They love it. And people thrive off of, of negativity. As you see on social media, people are always so negative on things. And they have to have an argument about something. And I don't know how you change it. I think the problem is, like, no, I believe you get deserve second chances. And I also believe innocent until proven guilty. And today it's not that way as often. Most of it's guilty, especially in the public's eye. It's guilty until you're proven innocent. And then after you're proven innocent, we still think you're guilty. Right. Which is unfortunate because that's not how it should be. And if it happened to them personally, I don't think they would want people to think they were guilty. But people don't put themselves in those shoes. They say, oh, it wouldn't happen to me until it does. And then now you're going to be like, oh, no, I'm innocent. Well, no, everybody thinks you're guilty. Too bad. And now you're going to see what it feels like. And I think that's the problem that our society is in now. We're too quick to just jump to our judgments without but, knowing anything. But, but, here's, but here's the thing, though, Gary. The, the first thing that, that general public and include myself will say is, why put yourself in that situation to begin with? Like, why would you align yourself with people that are going to try to trap you or try to create false narratives about you in order to succeed in life? Well, like, well, the problem is you don't think they're that way. You don't know they're that way at that time. Nobody does. Everybody thinks their friends are great and are going to look out for their best interest until they don't. And that's the thing is everybody you, – you have – you believe in your friends more than anything. Your closest friends, they're your best yeah. friends. They're your people you yeah. trust in. They're going to be with you everything until they're not. Right. That's a, and that's the thing. You never know what it is, but something could come up where it makes it that you're not any now. And now what? You thought they were there for you for everything, but now they're not because something came up that they felt was wrong or and you have no idea why. And everybody's like, oh, why would you hang out with that person? Well, I didn't think it was this way. I didn't know any of that. You don't know. Nobody knows. You might have inklings depend on the type of crowd you hang out with, and you might just not hang out with certain people as much. But then your ones you're close with, you have no inkling at all because you're super close with them. You know how they are as a person. All right. Right. I uh so the 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 reason why I said that is is because when you when you have friends and and as a friend of somebody uh, like if Gary was to get in any trouble, my phone would be blowing up like, bro, your boy got jammed up, man. What happened? You know, they're just going to assume that I know what happened. Mm-hmm. So I, I did the same thing uh, because, you know, there's been ramblings and things like that in the National Football League where you want to check status of players and how things have not necessarily check the status of players. But like when you hear stories you know, you got friends that are in the league that you hit up like, hey, man, is this really true? You know, and they either confirm or deny it, you know, and, I, and I, I've i always wondered, uh, you know, a lot of the stories that come out are false, but I've never understood how do you correct those stories and get the right narrative out there? Because like you said, you know, misery trumps triumph every time because I can sell that. People want to hear somebody doing worse than what, you know, that person's watching TV don't like, man, I'm glad I'm not that guy. You know, they got a lot of this and a lot of that, but they definitely don't have a lot of damn sense because, they, you know, they they did this or put themselves in an awkward situation or a messed up situation. But that's not the case. That's not the case at all. Um, I've, I've told people when I sit down and I talk to high school kids or I talk to college kids or talk to people just in general that 
Uh, money doesn't fix problems. Money doesn't fix problems at all. So if you grew up, however you grew up, you know, uh, you don't ever grow out of it. It's still in you. You can either tame that beast or you can let that beast out and it consume you and take over everything around you. So it's just a, it's how you you deal with adversity or how you deal with life. And that's what make you a, 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 a good person or, or make you that special person. Well, but and because you talked about like how does how do you fix it? Yeah. I, the only way you can really fix it is you go out and tell, hey, this is why this is of the proof. This is true. This is why this is this and that. It ain't going to work because they've already made their mind up. They're going to be like, oh, well, something went wrong or your money, especially if you're a celebrity or something, well, your money got you out of it. That's why. It's not really you just bought off or whatever. And I think that's the thing is I, I it's hard. This might come off as wrong or bad to say, but I feel like people love to see people above them fail because it's like, oh, they think they're better because they're a celebrity or they're this or that. I want to see them fail. I want to see them something wrong happen because now it brings them down to my level. When everybody's the same, they have jobs that make them more in the limelight. But people don't see it that way. People put athletes or celebrities or actors on up here when they're right here with everybody else. But they because they're on TV, they're up here. And they want to see them down here so that they're above them. So they're willing to believe anything they see right away. Oh, this person's a terrible stuff. And it's just, it's just, it's a terrible way to live, I think. Without you just jump to conclusions and th- think everybody's, oh, you did this, you did that, and then you have no proof, no no truth to it, anything, and they're just guilty, and then you don't hear it anymore and you just assume. And when something negative happens, all that stays on the internet. Your positive aspect might be two websites or two two posts or something, and that's it. But every, every time you pull it up, that negative is going to come up first, not the positive. And I don't know how that gets fixed. You have to have a good PR person, I guess, because that's the only way you have a chance. Yeah, because nobody wants to hear what you have to say after that. If you're Correct. accused of it, uh, I've, I've always heard where there's smoke, there's fire. Mm-hmm. And, and especially depending on what it is you're accused of. Some stuff there's no coming back from. Yeah, uh, yeah. I that that's the unfortunate part. Uh, and I was I was trying to see how you, if you could fix it, even from a friend, because, you know, I had a couple. Well, I had a friend uh, get into some trouble, and I spoke on my relationship with that friend, and I got attacked. And I was like, look, man, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what, I, I don't know how he treated y'all, but how he treated me is the only way I can explain to you, you know, he was, you know, I can understand now when people get interviewed on TV and they'd be like, Hey, you know, how how was your relationship with this guy? Like he was a good dude, you know, blah, 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 blah. And we're just like, how do you see this guy as a good dude? He just, you know, eliminated or, or executed, you know, X amount of people. But now I see why, because your relationship with that person could complete, can be completely different from the relationship the world has with that person. I'll give you I'll give you a prime example of something I dealt with. Johnny Manziel. I get okay. all the time. How was Johnny Manziel? How was Johnny Manziel? Blah, blah, blah. I've blah, never blah, asked blah. you about Johnny. Johnny was an amazing person. I like Johnny. I thought he was great. I he did he came into work, did all that stuff. Obviously, he didn't transition to the field outside of football. He liked to party, do all that. That's on him. 
but every interaction I had with Johnny was good. I never had a negative interaction with Johnny. And I think the team screwed up Johnny by forcing him to play because I do not think he was ready to play the whole first year. They forced him to play because the fans were clamoring and the owner wanted Johnny to play. And he was not ready, and he proved it when he went out there and played. And I think it messed up his psyche and him as a person and his his drive in football because now he goes out, he plays terrible, and he continues to play bad, and now everybody jumps on his throat how bad he is. Well, right. you thrust him in this – he wasn't ready, and you forced it. We were doing well at that time, and you forced it, and then we didn't win a game the rest of the year after that. So, like – I think the team and everybody clamoring for it to happen sort of derailed his career. Yes, he did it himself by doing stuff off the field, party and stuff. But like you said, every interaction I had with Johnny was good. Right. He was good in the locker room. He was a nice, a good person. I enjoyed talking to him. I had no issues. And people ask, oh, he's 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 an asshole or he's a dick and all that stuff. I'm like, he wasn't to me. Right. He was great to me. Like so, like you said, my interactions with him are different than other people's. People might not see him as a good person. I don't know him. All I know him as a good person because that's what I experienced. Like right. you, even you, for example, people will say you're salty or you're an asshole, you're a dick because of the way you talk about Cleveland and stuff. Or not Cleveland, but Carolina. And I know you. He's all he is the same person all the time, and he has reasons for what he says. It's not like a place of hate. He has he's talking about his yeah, experience. Let's just be honest, bro. I'm a dick. I, I'm cool. You can with be. It. You, no, you 100 can be. Okay. No, but you 100 can be at times. But like, that's not who you are. Nah, and people don't know that. Yeah, you have your yeah. moments where you yeah. are, but that's not who you are. But everybody thinks that's just you all the time. But it's not. There's, yeah. there. That's what I'm saying. My interactions with you is different than everybody else's. But a lot of people don't know all these people, and they just judge because of what other people tell them or what other people see. It's not what they actually, how that person actually could be. This is very similar to, you know, people always think Gary's cool, but they just don't understand. I know, amazing, right? You are not as cool (laughs) as they think you are, bro. Like, they make it seem like you go through all the heartache and pain. I I go through that. No, you do not. Oh, boy, I tell you, this victim role does not look good on you, man. (laughs) It does not look good on you. But again, we appreciate you guys uh, allowing us to grace your speakers today. Is there anything you want to say, Gary, before uh, we I've, I've actually enjoyed people go? doing these uh, just random talks. Yeah, I, 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 I think, think it's good, good man. I, I, I think it's good, too. Uh, I, I'm, I, I like the Johnny Manziel story. I love the dive into, like, the Ben story, but I don't – I'm going to save that one. Uh, I'm going to save that wait, one. Wait till, he's, wait till he's officially retired. Yeah. Okay. That's that's what I. And do. then we know for a fact he's not coming back because you know he talked about la- this two years ago being his last year and he came back another year. So you never know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I. I. Two years ago though, Ben. He didn't ben, look like he did this year. Right. Right. <laughs> now you know what I'm saying. Like his playing style dictated that he wasn't ready to retire. Yeah. I don't know what his mouth is saying, but his game is telling us like, yeah, bro, you close. Yeah. You no, real close. Um, but again, thank y'all again. Uh, you want to send us out, Gary? I'll, I'll, I'll still D'Angelo saying, "We out." That's exactly <laughs> how he sounds, by the way. Too. It's not how I sound. We out. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast, featuring 
D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to the Cinnamon and Sugar Podcast featuring D'Angelo Williams and Gary Barnage. You are now listening to 